0: Welcome to the special recap edition of the influential personal brand. It's Rory Vaden joined by my wife, our CEO, AJ Vaden. Break it down, Josh Linkner, one of the busiest, if not the busiest in terms of volume speakers in the world that we know of and wow, action-packed. Great to get his perspective. Vaden, what'd you think?
1: Yeah, that was good. I, I like the very first thing he said and kind of was to me the essence of the whole interview, which is... Marketing yourself as a thought leader versus being a thought leader. Mm are two really different things. And I think that's just really important. It's like you've got to have the marketing acumen to know how to market yourself as that, but then you also actually have to be a thought leader, which means you have to be forwarding the message. You have to have original thought, And I think that's that's good, right? I think it's really good to compare the distinction between the two. And I like what he said, because he said that all of this about being a thought leader is about having a deep expertise in one thing, right? Mm. Be known in one thing and then reveal something new and different about that thing. That does not mean you have to come up with something that's never been said before. That's likely impossible, but it's coming up with new things to say that forward the message about something that is already talked about. That is forwarding the thought, being a thought leader and marketing yourself as that and being that are two different things.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm not a musician myself, but clearly he is. And I actually thought that was a really great parallel of it's, it's the difference between playing cover songs mm-hmm, yeah. and writing your own music. And I think that is so brilliant, right? And although I, I do want to make one clarification that you can actually have a great career and you can make real money doing keynotes or doing more like breakouts teaching other people's content. We're, I think what he was talking about and typically what we're talking about is being that 15,000, $20, $25,000 plus speaker but we know a lot of people who've made careers doing $2,500, $3,500 breakout sessions and they're certified in this curriculum or that curriculum or they're, you know, they're teaching off of a personality assessment but if you're wanting to like truly be the person on a platform in front of thousands of people it's not typically. I would also
1: say though, if you're teaching a certified topic, you're probably not marketing yourself as a thought leader.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's the difference between a thought leader and a keynote speaker.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and to me, I, I think, Doug, too, Are you
0: disagreeing with me? <laughs> I am. <laughs> what are you disagreeing with?
1: I, I'm just disagreeing with the fact that like part of what you said kind of makes sense and then it kind of doesn't because you can still have your own original thoughts and still be doing breakout sessions in $2,500 depending on is your original thought for middle school, right? It's like those people aren't going to have that kind of funds no matter how original uh, your thought processes so some of it is who cares what the fees are or who you're speaking to it's just what do you consider yourself how do you market that and then how do you do that
0: yeah i'm just saying yeah. that for any any fee range there are people who play cover tunes and there are people who write their own music <laughs> i'm
1: not arguing that it's okay if we disagree i
0: know i'm not arguing with you i'm <laughs> i'm i'm drawing out the delineation of being like are you advancing the thinking? Are you truly innovating the ideas in a space? Or are you relaying yeah. existing ideas in a space? And the only point I'm trying to make is that you can make a living doing both.
1: Totally. Yeah. Like to what he said, and I thought this was such a great parallel is that you can be an amazing musician, incredible musician. Yeah. And we live in Nashville, Tennessee. They're everywhere. And they're everywhere, on every street corner and every bar, at the dentist office, at the restaurant, literally everyone. And I was like, every single time I walked downtown, I'm like, how are they not famous? How are they not famous? How are they not famous? And he said, it's, you can be an incredible musician and never make a living doing it if you do not become an original artist. Mm right? And I think that was, to me, that was like, oh, yeah, I get that. That's like, you know, the musician's form of thought leadership.
0: Yeah. And that tied into my, so my second takeaway was one of the the three things that he said is that you also have to be a performing artist, mm-hmm. right? So, a part of it is being amazing on stage. So, it's it's not one or the other. It's how much of all of these can you be and, you know, to really, really drive your value and to just really like maximize your craft and that, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you're writing your own music and you're crushing it on stage. And I think I think a lot of speakers think they're good at speaking and in reality, they're just good at talking. They are comfortable on stage, but there's a big difference between being comfortable on stage and knocking it out of the park when you're on the platform every single time. And that takes mastery and study practice. and focus and, oh my and just yeah, Practice. practice. But you, you got to really, really work at it and you know, clearly he's a pro.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of similar to mine and I think this was kind of like one of the things that I thought was really interesting since this whole episode is about how to market yourself as a speaker, right? I think that's one. If we didn't say that, that's what it's about. Yeah. So, too. <laughs> but it's like how marketable is your topic of expertise? He said like a topic of expertise of mine, not mine, but his, is a jazz guitar, However, that's probably not all that marketable to the mass public. So instead, his real professional expertise, but he markets his innovation, right? A little bit more marketable there. And then he talked about how do you market your expertise? And he said, there's a really simple three-step process in how we market my speech, my topic, like my category of expertise, innovation. It's what is the burning problem that Mm. you solve, right? And if you're a brand builder, if you're a part of our community in any fashion, that should sound familiar, right? We talk a lot about knowing the problem, but what problem do you solve? Why you? And then what is the transformation you create in that 60, 90, half day time slot? So what's the burning problem that you solve? why you, why do you solve it? How mm-hmm. do you solve it? And then what is that amazing transformation that you create in that short time period that you'll be speaking? Simple, but impactful.
0: Yeah. I thought that was super powerful. And if, you, if you're if you in our community, we talk about the 15 Ps of copywriting, right? So you got problem there. And then when you're talking about the person, why you, and then the payoff, the transformation. Mm-hmm. So you got problem, person, payoff. Those are some of the fifth, those are right out of the 15 Ps. And I think, and he used that as an elevator pitch kind of formula yeah. too, right? So that's super helpful. The third thing for me was, I guess, just realizing that you are in the brand distribution business. So, mm-hmm. you know, he said the three things were you got to be a thought leader, you got to be a performing artist, and then you're in the brand distribution business, which is marketing. And this reminds mm-hmm. me of the, there was another interview we did recently, a couple weeks ago with David Averin, where yeah, was he, was, so he was talking about, you know, the speaking business isn't just really the speaking business. It's marketing the speech, which is really what the business is about or selling the speech and just going, these are three different hats you got to wear if you want to be in this business. And I think most people are good at one of the three, maybe two of the three, but to really... Take your keynote business to the real next level. You got to be dominating all three of these. And yeah. That's and I think
1: this is what you're saying, but how I heard that part of, and I, this is probably the same thing, just my brain works different, is you've got to be in the business of speaking, in the business of marketing, and in the business of storytelling, right? And that's kind of how, that's kind of what you're saying, right?
0: Yeah. Well, that's I,
1: how I heard it.
0: Yeah, I would say- It's it's close enough. Close enough, But I think
1: it's like, yeah, you gotta gotta be a thought leader. That's the speaking part, right? It's like, you gotta have this topic of expertise. You've gotta be in the business of it, which is the marketing component. And then you've gotta have the art of it, which is the storytelling. That's not my third point. I'll tell you mine. It's really simple, but I thought this was like a, "Oh, oh, yeah, kind of moment for me. And he said that there is $4 billion of speaking fees booked every year in North America. Like if you do not think there's money out there for you, clearly you're mistaken, right? It's a $4 billion annual industry of people getting booked to speak, right? And I just think that's really a great reminder of there's space for you. Yeah, There is space for your message and your topic, your unique twist. Like there is space for you if you want it.
0: Yep. I 100% agree and I'm on board with that. And, you know, there you are listening to one of the most booked keynote speakers in the world telling you exactly the same kind of fundamentals and truths that we talk about that you've heard other people come on and talk about. There's a process here. There's a path. It works if you work it. So, stay the course. Stay tuning in. We're grateful that you're here. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.